fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Boy, what a day it's been. It seems like another day of just news flying at you left and right. You got to try and stay tuned and understand what the heck's going on. Could this thing please be over? This old Kyle Rittenhouse hearing, it's been dragging out. This is day number two of the jury doing their thing, coming down with the verdict. However, apparently just today, yesterday and today, while they're doing their part, after all the case has been made, now they're deciding, they're figuring out what the heck's going on. We have the jury just now, two days into their portion of the case, of the hearing, wanting to look at self-defense laws in the state of Wisconsin, and they want to see one of the videos that was blocked for some reason, and it's just strange why they're just now watching one of the videos. Now, there's multiple videos out there, but and I'm not sure which one it is. It's, I guess, kind of a more broad shot. It's not the one where he's running down the street and then he gets tackled and then gets turned around and shot. It's not that one. It's a different one where there's some cars and people running around and he's running back behind some other place. So it's very strange. We're two days into their deliberation and we still... They just did, like as of the last hour or so, watch one of the videos that they weren't able to watch before. And no one else could be in the room while they watched it. They came into the courtroom. The judge told them the rules. You can watch it as many times as you want. No one else is going to be here. We're going to turn off all the recordings. You do your thing. Everybody leaves, and then they watch the video. So now they're back in. They're talking about the legalities of what they're allowed to do and to watch the video and how many times they're apparently allowed to watch it. I don't know. Just be done with it already. If this is this taking this long for a deliberation to decide whether it's self-defense or not, it's making me a little concerned because it should be, at least in my mind, a very clear-cut, dry case. It was self-defense. Should he have been there? Probably not. But at the same time, he didn't go out there with the intent to kill, which is what the prosecution needs to 100% confirm, is that there is without a doubt with intent to kill why he went there in the first place. And that's not true in any fashion. Even commonsensical people on the other side would agree with that. Although, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of commonsensical stuff going on on the other side. There are protests outside the courthouse, of course, saying no justice, then no peace. And they're already planning on causing disasters in the city. And they already apparently I've seen pictures, not sure if it's true or not. Don't quote me on it. But I have seen pictures floating around social media that there are already pallets of like bricks being uh, delivered there randomly in the middle of the night. So there's already more bricks there ready for people to cause havoc if that's what they choose to do. It's a messed up situation. It should not take this long. We need to get a decision. Hopefully they have one by tonight or by tomorrow. We'll see what happens on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Hey, welcome into the show. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. And we're all over the place. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. Boy, do we have a show lined up for you today. We have at the bottom of the hour, Krisha Lenzo. We love having her on the program. She is our guru when it comes to stock markets. We'll talk with her about the economy inflation rates, the job issues, the reconciliation bill that's going on. So we'll get her thoughts on how that's affecting the stock market. Stock market was down today, just in case you didn't know. Not that it really matters. I don't really follow it on a day-to-day basis. Some do. 
I don't really follow it on a day-to-day basis, but it was down today. And while many of the companies are seeing revenue up because people are buying things going into, you know, holiday season, most companies right now have their Black Friday sales going on. Uh, They still are concerned because of the inflation rates. And while more money is going out, obviously a large part of it is because of the inflation rates, which means the companies are still not getting what they really need to, and they're worried about the future of the economy. So thanks again, Joe Biden, screwing more things up with your inflation rates and your big spending packages. That's what we're up against right now. But people are starting to still figure out ways to buy their Christmas gifts. And order. I, I did order something really big online, and I got to admit, I'm a little conflicted with it. I am excited about it because I'm a dork that way. At the same time, I'm a little conflicted on whether we should have or not. <laughs> and I didn't realize it was actually part of the company until I bought it. But we got one of those Oculus virtual reality game systems. Now, as you know, I played a few video games. I don't play much. I don't have time to play much. You know, I work a lot. I'm starting a side business as well. We do construction on the on our house. We're doing a lot of stuff at the moment. I never, I don't remember the last time I actually had time to sit and play, but we did get one of those Oculus virtual reality gaming systems, and I'm really excited. Now, I know technologically there is a back order on a lot of computers, so they were anticipating that if you were ordering any type of laptop or desktop computer or even these gaming systems, that there may be a delay. You wouldn't even get it till possibly the beginning of the year, and you probably would miss it for Christmas. Now, that's not true because we ordered ours on Monday, and I think it's supposed to be here by like the end of the week. But I have a conflict of interest here because I really, 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 you know, think it's going to be neat. And I played it. It looks really cool. It's really nice. However, it's owned by Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg is the one that owns this and built the damn thing. So now I have a conflict of interest. And now I, I have to admit, I was not aware of that until I purchased it. All I saw was it was a company called Oculus and you order it and it's going to be really cool in this virtual reality headset thing. And I got it. And then I realized, and I saw that once I went to the website and I started looking at games to download and everything, then I saw that it's owned by Facebook. Now, I'm trying to limit my Facebook exposure right now because they silence me on there anyways. I don't get a whole lot of exposure. I don't get a whole lot of conversation. I have like 4,000 followers and friends on Facebook and like five people see my stuff regularly. So it's it's a little concerning and stupid. And with obviously the politics of Mark Zuckerberg, with the control that Mark Zuckerberg has, with the censorship that he does, I don't want to support him in any way, shape, or form. But I already bought it. So now it's like, do I return it and get the money? It's not going to happen. I doubt that I can return it now uh, because it's already being shipped to me. I can't cancel the order. So I do I just play it? I kind of have to now. But I wasn't aware that it was a Facebook thing, and I feel kind of like really bad now, and it's a conflict. Of, what do I do here? Do I just play it and eat it, and you know what? It's for the kids primarily. Get her some like roller coaster games on the virtual reality and let her do her thing. Or do I try and fight it and send it back and get my money back because I refuse to, to support financially as much as possible Facebook and the crazy censorship that goes on on that side of the aisle? I'm a little conflicted on that one. You can email me, who's your media network at gmail.com. I'd love to get your thoughts. Have you gotten one of these things? Do you know anything about it? What do you recommend? I don't want Facebook to continuously get involved in my life because I don't like them. But I just did it unknowingly. So I appreciate that. I wish they would say it's a Facebook product or it's a Mark Zuckerberg product, but they didn't. We do have good news today. I don't want to focus a lot on the economy. We will touch on that with Krisha at the bottom of the hour, but we do have some good news today. What's trending today? Now, when I say good news, I mean 
It is beautiful news. It is the best news we could have had today. This is why we make a stink, and it's said that we have to rise up this badly. Now, I want you to the, just put on the perspective lens for a second and do a 2020 hindsight here. Over the last, oh, I don't know what, few months? Really, since the vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccines have really made a big thing, and we started talking about trying to force them onto people. We have to get vaccinated in order to go to work or to be able to function in public and so on and so And how loud of a voice we've had to make just to make a small difference. The rallies we've had to hold, the people that have lost their jobs, the businesses that are stuck in the rock in the hard place. Do I vaccinate and force my workers to do that and know that I could lose close to 25% of my employees? Or do I fight the government and hope that I don't get fined by starting lawsuits? What do I do here? This has been an ongoing battle for a while. Well, good news, my friends, according to Newsmax.com, that as of yesterday, OSHA, yesterday afternoon, OSHA has temporarily suspended implementation of their vaccine mandate. This is big because your voice has made such a loud enough voice echoing across the nation that they finally have to respond. They don't want this, which is why, of course, they made the mandate deadline to be at the end of the year and uh, like beginning of January because they didn't want it to affect the consumer spending. Well, let you guys get through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Then we'll start enforcing it and cut half the workforce out. But. OSHA made a statement yesterday, which I find ironic why we're not getting the news until this afternoon when OSHA made the statement yesterday, but the media is a little delayed on wanting to report this type of activity. Quote, while OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies, OSHA has uh, suspended activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS, or the Emergency Temporary Standard, that establishes the minimum COVID-19 vaccine and testing requirements for private employees employers with 100 or more employees throughout the United States. They have suspended those activities in relation to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS pending future developments of litigation. Now, this is just days after that we read here on the show, what was it, yesterday, two days ago, on Monday, whatever it was, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce coming out and saying, we know that the COVID-19 vaccines are being stalled with the mandates by OSHA in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. However, we want you to actually go about your business as a company with 100 or more employees to go about your business as if nothing's happening. We want you to continue to encourage your employees to get vaccinated. We encourage you to still fire and destroy the livelihoods of people that don't that choose not to get vaccinated or that are trying to get exemptions either personally or medically for some reason or, or religiously uh, to try and get exemptions from these vaccines. We want you to still enforce this stuff as if it's not being held up in court. Which is very odd to me because if it's being held up in court, that means we're looking at the constitutionality of this. Do they have the authority? Do they have the ability? Do they have the right? Do they have the power? Do they have the actual resources? Can they do this enforcing these COVID-19 vaccines? It's being held up in court. And if it gets shot down, the entire thing just crumbles. Boom. Which means every business... It's already starting to try and enforce this because, well, we want to get ahead of the curve. We don't want to be behind the eight ball here. We don't want to actually run into the deadline and be fined by OSHA. With all the paranoid businesses out there, I get it. You can start making some decisions on your own. You're not being bullied right now. The uh, the the foot on your throat, essentially, as a business, is being let off temporarily right now. Make your own decisions, and this might be a good time for you to regroup and say, you know what, we're going to let down our guard and actually not mandate this for, for employees right now until we know what the hell's going on. 
because there is a very good chance, in my humble opinion, there is an excellent chance this is going to be shot down. The only reason why OSHA would make a statement like this is because they're concerned it was actually it would actually be upheld. This is the quote from the OSHA, a division of Biden's Department of Labor. They made the announcement while OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies. You're not protecting workers. It's a, it's a sick argument there, but that's what you're going with. Okay. OSHA has suspended activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS pending future developments in the litigation. Now, I'm wondering if the court's going to start looking at breakthrough cases in the nation to see whether the vaccine is actually doing what it needs to do, which is not the purpose of a vaccine, but what they're saying the purpose of the vaccine is here is to try and stop the spread, to eradicate it, to try and make a quote-unquote safe work environment. Now, again, a purpose of a vaccine is not to stop a spread. It never has been. It's been to try and help you with your personal uh, response to a virus if you get exposed to said virus or, or bacteria in some way, shape, or form to limit your symptoms. And hopefully you have enough immunity at that time when you do get exposed to catch it, to kill it. And while it's in your system to where you don't get affected, it also helps you not be able to spread it. But that's not always the case. In fact, very few times it's actually the case. Vaccines were never meant to stop a spread. It was intended to stop your symptoms when you got exposed. Point in case, according to ABC News right now, the state of Vermont, Bernie Sanders state, right now has the highest rate of COVID-19 vaccinations in the country at 73%, yet they are 12th in the nation for the highest amount of cases in the country. Explain that one to me. Oh, that's right, because the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of the virus. And if any of these news stories start getting leaked to the court hearings in the Fifth Circuit Court that's holding up this OSHA mandate right now, then they're going to realize, wow, you could get vaccinated and still spread the virus. What's the point of using this as a workplace safety requirement when it doesn't create workplace safety requirements? With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I do find it hilarious that one of the states with the highest vaccination rates in the country at 72% is the state of Vermont. Well done, Bernie Sanders. I guess you like did well getting people vaccinated, but yet at the same time, they are 12th in the country for the highest rate of new COVID-19 cases over the last week, according to ABC News. So, of course, you're going to get those that say, well, it's the, what, 38% of the country, or the 28% of the country, 28%, I can do math, that uh, the state of Vermont that's spreading it. So how dare you continue to spread the virus? You're not caring about other people. You're not caring about the safety of others. Seventy. We need to get 100% vaccination rates, which, by the way, you're never going to get. You'll never get a full 100% vaccination rate for everybody in any state or the entire nation. It's just not going to happen. There will always be a group that says, uh-uh, you ain't going to give it to me. And by the way, I'm one of those. Uh, I just don't care. But 72%. The highest nation there. You haven't even hit the 75%. They wanted 75% of the country vaccinated by like 4th of July to hit the quote-unquote herd immunity, and yet that hasn't happened. And while COVID cases are going down, they're still blaming the unvaccinated. And in the state with some of the highest cases are the ones with the highest amount of people that are vaccinated. I find that ironic. I really hope that the 5th District Court of Appeals actually sees this type of information and says, wow, This is completely bogus. We've never had a conversation like this, nor should we ever, because it is by far the most ignorant, naive, dumb argument anybody has ever made, saying that spreading vaccines everywhere is going to somehow eradicate a virus, which, by the way, is now getting into animals as well. I don't know if you saw the headlines. Now deer are starting to get COVID-19. Don't know how they track that, but they apparently have COVID-19 in some of the animals, which means, like we've been saying, it is an airborne virus. It will never go away. It'll never get eradicated, and you just have to learn to live with it. So you can live with it either by being scared of it for the rest of your life and taking constant booster shots and vaccines through the, for the rest of your life, or you start learning to adapt and live with it. Uh, that's really the only choices you actually have here. There is a sad story real quickly, and I don't want to spend too much more time on COVID because I know you're burnt out on this stuff. But there is a story that is very devastating while we start like somehow coming to the conclusion we need to start vaccinating children as well. There is a headline out of the state of Virginia where there were 112 kids in Virginia who wrongly, accidentally got the adult version of the COVID-19 vaccine, not the child's version. According to CNBC News, a pharmacy in Virginia incorrectly administered the Pfizer and Bio, uh, BioNTech's COVID-19 shots to 112 children last week, according to the state's Department of Health. Now, I don't know what the symptoms are going to that going to be. That's scary. But, yeah, while we start administering children, well, now what is it, five and up now? Five to 12, then the 12 and up, and then the 18 and over, you actually get the adult one. I don't know how they work at this. I don't really care because my kid ain't ever getting it. But they uh, wrongly administering 
the wrong shot to 112 children. Now, this is what's going on at schools, at hospital or at doctor's clinics, at your nice little parents' clinics, uh, your family physician giving out these shots. Uh, some of them, obviously, if they have the ability to actually cool it off and actually do their thing. But wrongly administering the adult version of the COVID-19 vaccine to children, that should be a big red flag for a lot of people to be like, hey, wait a second. Maybe I'm going to be a little hesitant on this. Uh, name again how many kids have actually died from COVID-19 over the last year and a half. There haven't really been any. When we come back, we got to talk to Krisha Lenzo. We'll talk with her. Harvard in technology. We'll get her thoughts on the economy right now at the same time as well. Remember the whole love quarrel that we've been talking about with Kamala Harris? Yeah. Her and Joe Biden still trying to do the love quarrel right now because they've had such a wonderful, steady relationship and a great foundation for their relationship. There is now news that she could be polled as VP because she's harming the Democrats. We read the headlines a few days ago how she's harming Democrats going into the midterm election. Her and Joe Biden are at each other's throats right now. They're trying to figure out policy between the two. And could have seen that coming. She could be out as VP. How does that process work? What's going to happen? We'll talk about that a little bit later as well. For a midweek celebration, it's the voice of reason. Lots more to get to here on a Wednesday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are halfway through the program already. It's crazy how much time flies right on by when you're trying to have fun or get information out one way or the other. Welcome to Radio TV Live Streaming Podcasting. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations. We do have the live stream on multiple channels as well. All of our social media with the handle at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also the website at HoosierReason.com, which by the way, Kind of a back uh, behind the scenes note, we are revamping our website with a new web server or host server, whatever you want to call it. We're also just about ready to launch our Hoosier Media website as well for the Hoosier Media Network. So that site coming up online very soon. Our Hoosier Health with Mrs. Voice of Reason. She's working on the holistic medicine stuff, Hoosier Health. That'll be up soon along with all the great shows. We have more uh, podcasts and shows coming on to the network soon as well. So super exciting and uh, all this about ready to be released. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying to get it all ready to go for a massive launch at the beginning of the year with everything. 
Don't know if I'm going to get it done or not, but I'm trying everything that I can. So welcome and great to have you along for the ride today on all the platforms. Super excited to have our next guest back on the program. We love having her on here. She's kind of the expert on everything with the economy as she is with Harvard in Technology, also co-host of the podcast To The Point with Krisha and Michael as we get into our latest What's Trending. What's Trending Today. It's exciting to have back on here Krisha Lenza with us here. Krisha, how are you, my friend? I am doing great, Andy. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's always good to talk to you. All right, you need to help me with the debacle that I'm in here uh, because I was okay. I was not aware of this. So as you know, Facebook is not the most friendly when it comes to the lack of censorship or promoting like conservative values or you know the opinions of us on our side of the aisle. I'm not a big fan of Facebook. Uh, live streams, for example, went from like almost 1,000 views a day to about 20 views a day after I got out of Facebook jail. So... I'm trying to limit my exposure to Facebook. However, I was not aware of this when I purchased this for our Chris, our family Christmas gift is that we bought the Oculus virtual reality system for the family. Oh. I was not aware that Facebook owned this thing. So now do I return it to like take a moral stance against Facebook or we just bite the bullet now that we spent the almost $500 on the thing and we just enjoy it as a family? I don't know what to do. I'm kind of stuck in a moral dilemma here. Well... I understand your moral dilemma. Actually, my grandmother's 85th birthday is this Sunday, and I was thinking of buying her the portal, which is also mm. Facebook-owned. But if you want to feel better about your purchase, um, Palmer Lucky, who is one of the founders of the Oculus, basically, he's a good, staunch conservative. So feel mm. a little bit better about that. Uh, you know what? That that helps me. That does help me. Thank you. Because I yes. was I was like, I really don't want to support Facebook by just giving them five hundred dollars for. I mean, it's cool, and the virtual reality thing is amazing. I've seen the graphics. It's it, it's really neat. But I'm like, I can't believe I just supported Facebook by buying this. I know, I know. But yes, he's a staunch conservative. Actually, his sister, I believe, is married. Just recently married to Matt Gates. Wow. Okay. That as you will. Hey, you know what? I will take it and I will use that as my as my excuse to be able to keep <laughs> it and have some fun with it. So we can run exactly. with that. Let's talk about the economy for a second here. I see differing reports. Last week we saw consumer spending going into the early holiday season was below average. Everybody was panicky. We still have a 6.2% inflation rate across the nation. This week I just saw a headline today that consumer spending is going up as we get closer to Black Friday sales, but the businesses are still concerned about inflation rates harming them in the long run where do you think we're at right now and are we okay uh going into the holiday spending which is what like almost a quarter of consumer spending for the year uh for the last couple months here well i would say inflation is a concern um as you mentioned consumer price index it climbed 6.2 percent year over year in october according to the labor department and uh certainly that's tied in with energy prices um everything is connected uh, whether it's the infrastructure bill um, and all the, the spending that's occurring, given you know the Joe Biden administration and some of these bipartisan uh, bills that are being passed, but energy prices jumped almost five percent last month. Um, so that's all a part of this, and people are concerned whether they can afford a Thanksgiving table that's a lot more expensive than it was last year, and. I certainly have seen prices rise. I think we all experience it, whether it's at the pump, whether it's at our grocery stores. It's something that we can't scoff about. And uh, in particular, it was funny, I don't know if you saw, but a lot of the MSNBC reporters, including Stephanie Rule, uh, they came out and said, we can actually afford all of this 
when it comes to the increase in spending. And it's so, so elite, so uh, out of touch with reality, what the general consumer is experiencing at this moment, and is really not what we need to hear. So all these reporters are coming out and saying, oh, no, we should be grateful for the stimulus. We should be grateful for what Joe Biden has done. But realistically, inflation is real. It's not just transitory. No, the inf- yeah, the inflation is real. We're going to start seeing the Jimmy Carter era stuff soon here because I'm seeing we exactly. could potentially see 5 to 6% inflation rates month over month going into the next few months as well, which is really devastating. But the messaging, I don't know how they can get away with the messaging that they've had for so long, like you just mentioned, with the elites in the media, like, oh, yeah, we can still afford it. Everything's all good, trying to do it in a laughing, joking manner. But you have the Biden administration that still is not, at least that I'm aware of, come out to recorrect their statement saying that the inflation rate is a good thing because while they're trying to create an environment of panic spending to try to get things off the shelves to try and distract from the uh, the the ships that are still docked out there that they won't let come in while they try and raise the prices on everything by their massive spending packages. They create this massive panic spending. Then they say, oh, the economy is just doing really well because people are out buying a whole bunch of stuff when they created the panic spending that's going on. Like, how can people not see the messaging that's happening right now by the distractions? A hundred percent. And I rarely read the New York Times, but the op-ed by Stephen Ratner, who is the former head of the U.S. Treasury, who under the Obama administration is actually worth reading. Uh, if you have a free subscription to the Times, uh, I suggest Googling it. But he, he talked about the fact that even, you know, he's saying that we warned against this for the current administration. It's actually somewhat, he claimed, cool, uh, you know, spending $1.9 trillion on the COVID relief bill. And now we're spending $1.2 trillion on the infrastructure bill and then future bills that are coming down the pipeline. I mean, really we were warned about inflation and it's no joke. Um, we, we, you know, of course we have the fed, you know, Joe Biden has to decide on who's going to be chairman of the fed, but realistically now it's in the fed's hands to deal with all of this. The federal reserve, they, they have to control inflation and we're seeing it across the board with all of these spending bills, with all of the stimulus money that's been in the hands, you know, of people who quite frankly, I mean, Let's face it, people are not saving, we're spending, and it's good to be spending, but it's it's out of control, this inflation, and, and we're seeing it, and it's what's causing Joe Biden's approval ratings to tank. Yeah, no, that's very true. We're talking with Krisha Lenzo. KrishaLenzo.com is the website. You can find her on the social media at Krisha Lenzo. You can find the podcast to the point with Krisha and Michael. Uh, lots of stuff going on with you. You're you're absolutely right. We need to start stocking money away, which is why I think they were panicked last week with consumer spending down than what it is normally at this time because people are like, wait a second, I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna look like here. I mean, we could be seeing they said fifty to hundred percent increases on natural gas prices going into this winter. And if this winter's cold like it was last winter, especially in like that February negative twenty deep freeze craziness we saw, and we see sky uh, skyrocketing prices for energy usage of fifty to one hundred percent, that's gonna be devastating for a lot of people. It really is. And this is all done purposefully. Um, if, again, if you go back to the infrastructure bill, what Joe Biden is promoting, whether it's it, all these, you know, electric cars, electric vehicles, that's all well said and good. But realistically, we're not energy independent. And he's, as some people are saying, and I, I tend to agree that they're purposely driving up the price of oil um, to show, you know, their own agenda, whether it's the Green New Deal or the the agenda by the radical left. I think this is all part of it. 
and people are paying for it at the pump. And it's unfortunate because it's going to affect many people's holidays, whether or not they can see their family members. And it's sad. Uh, It's just another, you know, unfortunate time for for our population in the United States. Yeah, it's going to be devastating. Let's talk about the bills that have been passed and that's about to be passed. We had the one and a half trillion dollar infrastructure plan or 1.2 trillion, whatever that uh, just, they just signed this week. They're yeah. starting to release all this garbage now with the new, the green new deal stuff in there, the, the rebuilding of bridges, all whatever else they have in there. Then we have the reconciliation bill that again is just a massive spending package. Does both of these bills or one of them yet reflect the current inflation rate? And do you think inflation is going to go up even higher based on if these uh, both end up passing? I would say it's certainly both of them reflect the current inflation rate. I think Ted Cruz put it best. Uh, really, you know, it's already in dr- driving inflation across the country. The price of food is going up, milk is going up, gasoline is going up, rent, lumber, et cetera. Everything's going up. Um, and look, we look to some of these House Republicans who decided to vote on this. It's a bipartisan bill. Luckily, you know, unfortunately, the reconciliation bill will likely also get passed. Um, but we really have to pay attention to the wins for Republicans. We have to pay attention to the Virginia victory. We have to pay attention to maybe the tides are turning because, again, as I mentioned, Joe Biden, his approval rating is in the tank. And I think it's very much tied to inflation. And these bills are not helping his cause, yeah. uh, whether it's build back better, whether it's infrastructure reconciliation, everything that's coming through Congress right now is just another, you know, example of why we're seeing all these prices go up because spending's out of control. We are unrestrained and all these programs, these social programs are being pushed through under the guise of other things under infrastructure, yeah. for example. Who who's to say whether or not that's really gonna happen? Yeah, and, I'm not holding my breath. Well, and they don't care. I mean, they, they're doing the typical thing what Democrats do is when they start looking badly, let's ram it through as fast as possible before we lose power, exactly. and then we'll gain it power again. Christian, can you stick over one more segment with us? You bet. Awesome. I love it. Christian Lenzo, we got one more segment. When we come back, I want to talk about COVID, the OSHA mandates that are on hold right now, how they're being held up in court, how that may affect the labor force and going into the economy as well for the next month or so. It's the Voice Reason midweek celebration. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, it goes by so fast. Welcome back into the program. Right here on a midweek celebration for The Voice of Reason, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. So I do want to get to, we may have to do this tomorrow, but maybe I can tease this just for a minute here. There is a hint, hint, wink, wink uh, news apparently that was leaked today about how Joe Biden may be dropping Kamala Harris's VP they haven't been getting along, and she's been kind of MIA for a while. Uh, Chris Lenzo, she's on the line with us right now, chrisalenzo.com, at chrisalenzo on the social media, uh, also co-host of the podcast To The Point with Krisha and Michael, which, by the way, Krisha, uh, talk about some of the latest guests you guys have had on the podcast if people want to check it out. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for the plug. Um, so we had a guest recently who's amazing. You should check out her artwork. Her name is Lena Rustava. She's from the USSR and back in the day, um, you know, Russia. So she came to the United States. She talks all about the situation that we're currently experiencing and the parallels that she experienced um, back home. But now she created an art show, an art installation that was canceled throughout New York City. Uh, We actually had it at the Metropolitan Republican Club. We were able to install her exhibition. And it's all about Donald Trump. It's actually really comical really funny, but it's also in many ways a political statement, of course, and they tried to squash it. Um, The art gallery dropped her at the 11th hour, and it's a complete parallel to Hunter Biden's art show, which is very well attended in Manhattan uh, at the George Barish Gallery in New York and in Berlin, and received a lot of acclaim. So it's great to see that we have someone on the other side who's experienced communism and all that comes with it, and it's part of her work. She explains what's to come, and it, it's really sad that she actually feels like she might be safer abroad than even in the United States. So, a uh, really cool interview. She's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. Check out her work. It's it's really fun and and just generally uplifting. Yeah, that's neat. I love it. It is so nice to hear that there are, there are people like that, and it's just wild how, again, no one wants to cover it. Someone who's actually been there, no. who's experienced it, who sees the signs coming of what exactly we're going through, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs. We've had a lot of individuals from the Cuban uh, country as well, and, and yeah. Cuban Americans that are like, hey, we know what's coming. We've seen this. We've lived through this and yet you guys are just blindly walking down the same path stop it what the hell's wrong with you and it's sad to see while they're trying to warn us but no one wants to talk about it 
No, and, and that's exactly what she said, whether it's the Cuban population, the Russian population, anyone from an authoritarian country who comes to the United States looking for a better future, they see what's the writing on the wall. They've already experienced it. They know what's to come. And that's exactly why her work is so meaningful. Absolutely. We got just a couple minutes left here before we have to wrap up, but let's talk about the economy and what we could potentially look forward to. We have OSHA. The news came out last night, this morning, that OSHA is suspending their plans to uh, to actually enforce the uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates after the 5th District uh, Court of Appeals has halted it and looking at it and reviewing it for constitutional matters, we could potentially, if this goes into effect, I've seen numbers as high as 5 to 10% of the entire workforce uh, for the adult workforce in the country leaving because of these vaccine mandates. If that happened, that's an essential shutdown of the economy, isn't it? I mean, that would that would be devastating, but yet send a really strong message to D.C. that we don't want these types of mandates. A hundred percent. It would be devastating to the economy because, again, my body, my choice, it only works when it suits the leftist agenda. But when it actually comes into play, when it comes to workers and people in the workforce, it's astonishing uh, the hypocrisy that, you know, a certain phrase might help the left. But when it comes to actually real freedom, when you can choose for yourself, I mean, look, everyone should have the right, whether it's for your kids, whether it's for yourself to decide what's best for them based on their health concerns. And this is, thankfully, uh, OSHA, you know, abided by this court order and suspended the enforcement of Biden's mandate. So that's a good sign. It's a good step in the right direction. But people need to push back. You really need to push back. Yeah, it's not over right now. It's a good first step that we've been able to halt it. Now we need to completely destroy it and make sure they don't even try this stuff again because it's not over, right? It's not over, no. They will keep pushing things through, whether it's the infrastructure bill, whether it's Build Back Better or any sort of reconciliation bill, the Democrats know how to hide their agenda. It's not so hidden because people are now finally, as we saw in Virginia, waking up to what's going on. And fingers crossed the election results in in the next cycle will prove that to be the case. Exactly. Amen to that. It's Chris Alenzo, chrisalenzo.com, at chrisalenzo on all the social media as well. Also with the podcast, To The Point with Krisha and Michael. Krisha, it's always great to talk to you. We love you having on the program. we got to do it again soon. Oh, I love being on. Thank you for having me, Andy. Always a pleasure. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, we'll be back at it tomorrow. No live stream tomorrow as we'll be traveling, but we will have the program, so enjoy that. Back at it on Friday with the live stream. Until then, this is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.